If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Auntie Corinne, I just jumped out the porch with a dirty glove bastard. <laughs> All right, today we got Tia Kareen off the porch with us today. <laughs> What's up? How you feeling today, sir? I feel good. I'm excited. My album drops tomorrow, so I'm like, it's a, it's I a got lot of feels right now. Let's yeah. so, let's throw the buzz down though. Show the people the chain. Get a little curvy sauce. You know what I'm saying? A little <laughs> sauce. What made you decide to go curvy? Um, well, like, I had did a performance, and this black jewelry reached out to me the next day and was like, I, n I never knew who you were. It's my first time seeing you, and I just loved your energy on stage. You went crazy. Like, I want to make you a custom pendant. It's like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. I love Kirby. Like, I got it tatted. Yeah. Know? Um, I always play Kirby, and I didn't think Kirby is cool. Like, whatever, this is going to sound really crazy, but whatever <laughs> he suck up, he become. <laughs> <laughs> I did not want to say that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think that's cool. Like, I feel like that's me. I can absorb a lot and just really get into character. And so, yeah, he was like, wow, nobody's ever asked me. And he was like, that's hard. And, yeah. he, you know, maybe like a month later, he was like, Now you're looking like it. Now, yeah, here he is. That's fire. That's fire. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have you here on the porch with us today, though, for Thank sure. You. Thank you for having me. No problem. So what you out here working on in Atlanta? Um, so right now, you know, like I said, my album's dropping, so we're hitting all these radio stations and doing interviews, and so that's, you know, and I'm here for you, because I've been, we've been trying to do this for a for minute. For a minute like, now, you know what I'm saying? We've like, been trying to do this for a minute, so, you know, finally, finally I'm here we to here. see you. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's real. Yeah. So let's talk more about I Can't Wait, right? Okay. The title, what made you name it I Can't Wait? Because I can't wait to, like, um, get out of that underground and actually go more... Not industry, but you know, like, mainstream. I feel like I'm in that, yeah, more mainstream. I feel like I'm in that gray area, like, mainstream, me, underground. I'm like right there. So I can't wait. I can't wait to drop Shaka Khan. That song I made two years ago, and everybody has been begging, begging me to drop it. And it's like, I can't wait to do that. Um, I just can't wait to, like, level up and do a lot of bigger things that I want to do. Um, of course, I love being an artist, but I want to get into, like, voiceovers. I want to get into acting. I want to do, um, like I want to walk like on a like like fashion like I want to be a model like I want to do stuff like that so I can't wait to just really take myself to a, to the next level. You so. want to dive into all your endeavors. Yeah, I yeah, feel that. I feel yeah. That. So I can't wait. Oh, that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. So why do you feel you're in this gray space and can't transcend? past where um, you at right now. I don't think it's I can't. Of course I will. Obviously, but you know what I'm saying? You just got to make it's certain steps that I want to make and uh, certain uh, checks that I want to check before I do because I want to make sure that I step in a certain way that is for longevity purposes and something that I can actually stand on. So, yeah. Because, I mean, some, some people go in a, different, uh, in a certain direction and then four years later, they're like, dang, I wish I wouldn't have went in that direction because there's certain things they want to do that they can't actually do now yeah. because of the way they move. So I want to make sure how I move is something that I can actually stand on and be proud about. Facts. I can't wait to see this shit either. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> For sure. So what can you tell us about your perspective from growing up in North Carolina from a woman's perspective? Because we always hear what the guys got to say, but you as yeah. a woman, how would you describe it? 
Um, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if it's for me it's different, but I mean, I've always had a lot of love, even just besides the music. Like pretty much everywhere I've been, I've, uh, people always pretty much gravitated towards me. Pretty pretty much people always liked me, liked my energy, liked me to be around. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it's anything negative to say because I have a lot of dudes that support me. So I feel like it's half and half, like. 50% females, 50% males, and they all support me. So, I mean, for me, it's really home, and it's a lot of love, and I think it's good. Like, I, I love North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina is why I, I don't, a lot of people are like, why you don't move? Because it keeps me grounded, you know? I go to LA and all these other places, and, you know, I feel like when I get home, I can breathe. Yeah. You know? So, okay. so you know? being that you visited all these other cities and all these other places, what would you say makes home? home for you? What makes North Carolina home for you? Um, I know this sounds crazy. Of course, I'm my friends and family, but I think it's the nature. Like, the trees and, like, real grass, like, the country stuff. They're real grass. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, that bothers me. Like, I don't like the concrete jungle stuff. Yeah. Like, I love that I can get on the highway and it can be really hot, but it's so many trees you can feel the cool air from the trees. Like, I love that. Like, that, the mom and pop stuff, just, that really, like, keeps me grounded. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I really think it's the nature for me. For That's real. real. How would yeah. you describe your childhood coming up? Oh man, it was great. My mom, um, she had three of us. I mean, we were like rich and then we were pretty poor when I look at it now, <laughs> but she, she was making it twerk. I don't know how she was making it happen, but anything that I wanted to get into sports wise, she got me in it. Um, we did, uh, I did a lot of art programs over the summer. And she, I mean, it, my, my childhood was great. Anything I wanted to do, she made it happen. Anything I wanted, for the most part, she made it happen. Like, I had a lot of different types of friends. I had Hispanic friends, black friends, white friends, Asian friends. I mean, um, my mom uh, was always about, like, opportunity and experience. And if my friends wanted to take me on a cruise, she'd be like, go ahead. If I, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I always fine. got, I always got uh, weird opportunities, like, to go out of town and go do these things. And um, my mom always supported that. So I feel like I had a really good childhood. It was really fun. That's real. Yeah, I lived in outer city limits, too, like, in the country. So I got a different experience. Like, my neighbors would be riding horses. And they just be like, you want to ride? Like, yeah. Right, like, right. Who's not, right, what? Who's not going to get a little skate from that get on a horse? What? Yeah, so it's just like, I mean, like, with no saddle. Like, they was just, oh, yeah. they just riding down the street like casual like going to the gas station and a horse hopping <laughs> shit yeah and so like yeah they let me ride it's just like crazy little experiences like that like I really I had a good time that's real that's cool when would you say you started to dive into your creative endeavors like when would you say you know I like art I like music I like fashion um that definitely as a kid because like I dress myself like my mom, she, I would not let her dress me. I'm like, even if she said I look crazy, I'm like, nah, like this is what I want to wear. I picked out my own shoes. Um, I was always, always into art, but I want to say like the third grade is when I really was like getting into singing. I wanted to be a singer. So I started doing talent shows like at school and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, pretty much at a young age, I was like, I made up my mind in the third grade, like, I want to be a singer, like, I want to be Aaliyah, like, I really love Shanti and Aaliyah, I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. And so my dad was like, okay, you're going to do it, we're going we gonna to do it. So, yeah, I did my first talent show. What song did you perform at the talent show? Happy by Shanti. Did you kill it? I know Of course I did. I have backup dancers, my mom, like, she's, my mom's so, my mom's really, like, artsy but mm. she sold my little friend's outfit and I had my little brother um do this little introduction there's a part where Jaru like talks in the beginning of the song and I had my little brother go up there and do that 
Yeah, it was lit. Like that that time, I always tell this story. That time really like molded me because I had to do a battle in yeah. the classroom because I had some bullies, what? right? Yeah, and they tried to like. Um, it was after I already auditioned and made it. They tried to pick the same song. And the art teacher was like, wait, I got to battle it out. I'm like, <laughs> ah, I already made the audition. What the fuck? That's crazy. Like, tell them no. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Why would y'all pick the same song? So I remember going to the bathroom like, nah, fuck that. Like, because I was quiet at that time. I mean, like, you know, I wasn't no bitch. I'm just, I was just quiet. You feel me? I was like, nah, uh-uh. Yeah, that shit stops today. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Like, they're not about to take this from me. Like, I already went through this process. I was so shy and nervous, and I made it. And no, bro. So they made everybody slide the desk back against the wall. <laughs> like, this was serious. <laughs> For real. And um, I went up there, and I killed it. It was like a movie. Like, when I finished, it got quiet. Everybody just ran up and was screaming, like, oh, my God. Even the teacher. It was crazy because my teacher was a midget. Yeah. So we was the same height. <laughs> and they like, ah. <laughs> And so, yeah, they didn't even, they started doing theirs and niggas was like, boo, like, this trash. Like, I won. <laughs> so, they weren't even feeling bro. Yeah, they like, nah, y'all ain't, boo, get out of here. Like, Tia did that. Because I only performed by myself. It was like four of them. They was like trying to be a group. Like, yeah. I killed that shit on my, myself. So, and then, yeah. That's fine. So, I feel like that really, like, shaped me. For the, I always think about that time, like, because I could have folded. That started the fire. Yeah. I was so, like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing this. Fire. That is fire. So yeah. with the fire being started, when would you say you decided to jump off the porch? Um, dang, I, I don't know, because it was weird. Like, you know, I, when I went to college, I just started introducing myself as a rapper. Like, I was like, yeah, I made music, even though I didn't really have a lot. I was like, yeah, I'm, I made music. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think I want to say it was probably in college. I had um, this is when I got tested, they were like, yeah, you about to do like a freestyle thing. Like, and I was like, bro, I do not freestyle. Like, I had to write something and memorize it. And um, I remember getting ready for that. And I was like, bro, I can't. I had a, I had a shot at Henny. I was like, bro, I can't do this, bro. I can't. Bro, I don't know. Like, I can't do this. And I mean, I went up there and it felt like I like blacked out. Like, I just, I just, I did that jump. And I remember I said a line and everybody was like, oh, like that. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm <laughs> when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. <laughs> yeah, I'm with. It. So, I am yeah. a rapper. Yeah, I'm right. like, yeah, I do this. And, that, and from that day on, like everybody on campus was like, yeah, yeah, she be rapping. Like they adjust me as the rapper. Like, That's rapper. fire. Yeah. So what was your major really in college? Um, so at first I wanted to be a veterinarian, and then after I left Tuskegee University, I went to Winston State University, and um, my major was exercise physiology because I wanted to be a physician assistant. Yeah, and I graduated. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, I topped my class. That's what's going yeah. on. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So do you still have passions to pursue that as a career goal at some point? I mean, I like science, and yeah. it's just like, I mean, 
you know, if something, if something, if something could happen, we're not gonna say it will, but you know, I don't know. I mean, I kind of just use my science to help myself and other people around me because with my degree, I could be a nutritionist. So I just kind of use it to for my daily life just to help out. That's real. Hey, yeah. that's going on though. So, so shit, if I cut myself, you might know a plant that might heal it up. You know what I'm shit. saying? Like, <laughs> so I study to do research on certain things. I read articles because with the science, things change. Like you gotta, you kind of gotta stay updated because what happened, what they used yesterday, they might not use today. Yeah. You know? So, but then we don't know everything. They just right. be, I don't say we be guessing, but. The world changed every day. Yeah, thing. we don't know. We just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this one and see what Yeah, works. like, let's see what happens. That's real. Yeah. So after the performance, would you say you started taking this shit like way more serious? Yeah, like I was like, okay, I wanted to practice and perfect my jump because I knew that when I really started dropping stuff that I would be big. Like I was like, I know, but I wanted to be ready. So I just practiced a lot. Like I practiced, even when I was at Tuskegee, like I would be sneaking in the door, the dude's dorm so I could practice. And, Cause they had studio set up. Like yeah. the girls didn't have that, but we weren't allowed in there. But shit, I was making it happen. <laughs> <laughs> like I got called a hoe for, but because they, they see me in and out all the time. But it's like, nah, I'm, I'm working. I'm yeah. trying to, you know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, I, I stayed up a lot of nights practicing on my uh, rap voice because the first rap voice that I had, I didn't really like it, like how I sound. Like I didn't want to sound like, like I don't know. So I practiced a lot on my rap voice, like a lot. Like I did a lot of songs before I even dropped one. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I really took it serious. That's real. Yeah. So when would you say all that hard work paid off? What song was it? that sparked everybody's interest and was like intriguing everybody. Who the fuck is this? So it was definitely Cabbage. That's a song that I dropped before Lotto. And a lot of, they were like, oh, jump. Like the flow is crazy, is different I never heard. The voice is crazy. They were like, yeah, the video was different. That would, that definitely is like a classic in Winston. A lot of, when I do local shows, they always ask me like, you gotta play that song. So that was definitely in the song that sparked everybody was like oh wait she really do be rapping yeah. like okay and it's just not some regular something like regular something that they would expect it was something different yeah that's real yeah so where did the major cosign start pouring in like asap rocky sizzle yeah. rico nasty where did all those people start pouring in like, yo, we see what the fuck you got going on. Yeah, that was definitely Lotto. When yeah. Lotto happened and it just started blowing up, like everybody was like, yo, what is this? Cause they was like, they didn't know what kind of, like, what is this? So yeah, that's, that's when the co-sign started coming in. And that's real. just seeing my dad mention me in articles and you know, Rocky FaceTiming me like crazy. Like, I, you know, um, I even seen Mike Epps playing the junk, like he's the DJ on live. I'm like, what the heck? Like, that's Fado. Yeah, that's so um, that's where, I, yeah, that's where it came from because when Lotto first blew up, that's when TikTok, I mean, that's when Vine, you know, shut down and then we had TikTok. Mm. And so um, it went viral on there first. And, but it, TikTok was new. So a lot of people was like, whoa, how is, like, you know, how is this happening? Like, how are you doing this? And it's like, I don't know. Like, right. but that's that's where it really, really started because uh, the guy, his name is Glucose Baby, shout out to Glucose Baby. <laughs> he made a video, you know, and then he reached out to me and was like, yeah, I made a video, it's going up. Like, you need to go check it out. And I was like, oh, okay, I kind of brushed it off because I didn't have TikTok at the time. Then he reached out a week later and was like, no, it's really going viral. You need to go like, do you have an account? And then you go look. So I went through a look and it was like, 10k 20k 30 160 like it was going every day like it was crazy and that's i guess that's where people just started that's where everything started yeah, yeah. so that's how it happened so how did that record even come together 
Uh, it's so crazy because I was in my house, in my living room, and um, Apex is always really good at uh, picking like YouTube beats that fit him. But I never pick YouTube beats. Usually, people just like send me stuff. So I was like, find me one, like find me one. And the first beat that he found was a lotto beat. And I remember I was walking to the kitchen, and I heard, it and I was like, I was like. Oh, that's hard. I was like, no, send it to me right now. That's the one. That's the one. I was like, send it to me right now. I remember he sent it. And for like three days straight, I just kept listening to the beat because it just made me want to dance. Like, I couldn't really, I don't know. I was just like, damn, this shit is hard. And I think somebody tried to sneak diss me. And she thought I ain't catch that shit, but I caught that shit. And Got I was in the ass. shower. I was about to get in the shower. And the first thing I was just like, I don't give a fuck. I beat a bitch up. And then... I don't know, my brain, like how I rap, I see like visuals and then I just find words and- Not you have visuals, you beating a girl up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't have said that. Nah, but <laughs> it's like a scratch off like a lotto. Like I seen a lotto, like I don't know. And then I was like, bitch, try your luck because lotto luck, like try your luck. So. And yeah, and I, I remember running to the kitchen. I was butt naked because <laughs> I was about to get a shower. And I was like, oh my God. I was telling Avis, like, listen to this. I got something. He was like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? And so I, was, I started it off. And he was like, bro, that's hard. He was like, what else? And I was like, that's all I got. He was like, nigga, what? He was like, keep going. And so, yeah, that day we, I sat on the couch and I made that song in my living room. That's what's going on. Yeah. How did Baby end up getting on the record? That man right there. No, Shout out Arnold, man. <laughs> Shout out OG, man. <laughs> no, but I mean, apparently, I mean, apparently he liked the song. Like, you know, I talked to him. He really liked the song. So, I mean, we from Carolina, so it just made sense. So. Real Because he was going up. I was going up. It just made sense. Real Yeah, spirit. but he, he killed it, though. When I heard it, I didn't even know. Like, he, I had a session. I think I had just made pancakes. And he was like, I got a surprise for you. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays it, and I'm like, oh, no way. I was like, thank you, here. So it was lit, like, to hear him on there. Like, he really killed it, because I really wanted a female on there, but I really liked what he did. So, yeah, shout so, out to Baby. Shout out, Baby, man. So how did you become involved or sign with South Coast Music Group? Okay, so I remember I got a DM from Arnold, and he was like, I'm watching you. And I was like, who the fuck is this nigga talking about? Like, you watching me? I was like, I thought he was a creep. I didn't know who this man was. I was so scared. I was about to block his ass. <laughs> and I went to his page, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I seen it. I was like, okay, bet, yeah. And he was like, yeah, just keep doing what you know. I'm just watching. And then, um, you know, I, I got involved with some other people, and then that died, and it was just bad. And so then I reached out, and I was like, What's up? Fuck with me. Yeah, I was like, what's up? And then I was like, all right, he's like, shit, what you trying to do? Like, I was late on you. So then that's, we got the rapping, and that's how it happened. That's what's going on. For real. On. How would you describe the support system over there at South Coast? Because that's like family over here. So. Man, we be about to fight. <laughs> we be about to knuck if you buck. But it, I know it's because he care. And he want the best for me. And I want the best for myself. And I'm just, we Geminis. So. Yeah. Y'all throw. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I'm about to do drive-by on this motherfucker. <laughs> but no, they, they really care. You know, they really do care. And then they, they, I feel like they really be trying to teach me the business because as, some, you know, as an artist, you just, you just think you just drop music and that's it. And you don't really know the politics and the business side of to it, how to move. So they really taught me a lot. For sure. So that's it's real. much love. That's real. That's real. Shout out Arnold, man. Shout out South Coast. You know, I be one though.
<laughs> so 34 <laughs> Kareem. Yeah. How did that project come together? Um, so, you know, after a lot of, I was recording a lot, of course, and, you know, it was, they were like, yeah, let's, let's, we need to put out something. It don't got to be an album. Let's put out an EP. And I wanted to just kind of show that how versatile it was, and that's pretty much what it was. But there were, um, that's why we did the deluxe, because some of the songs in the deluxe we wanted to put on the EP, but we couldn't put over a certain amount because it's an EP. So mm -hmm. we were like, well, we still want to get these out because we want to show people the progression of like this Tia and this new Tia that y'all about to hear tomorrow. Yeah, so that's what it really was about to just get y'all set up for what y'all about to hear tomorrow. That's some real shit. Yeah. How did you get locked in with Kenny Beats, man? Um, he reached out to me, he DM'd me and was like, um, can I make a song with you? Can we make a song? I was like, duh. And, <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know, most art, most producers, they send you beats. And he was like, nah, I don't, I don't send beats. Like, you gotta come to LA, like, where are you from? And I was like, North Carolina, but it just so happened that I was going out there in, in a couple of weeks. So he set up the session, we got together. And when I pulled up, I was at, um, it was, I was in the cave and I was like, bro, what the fuck? Cause I was crazy. I never really watched the cave until like three days later. And I was, I had just seen little TJ on there and I was like, damn, this nigga hard. But I remember the sign. And so when I walked in, I was like, oh, oh shit, this nigga got me in the cave. I was yeah. like. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. Like dumb nervous, like oh fuck, like, cause I record myself, so recording with other people is a lot for me sometimes, mm -hmm. like, cause I gotta get weird, you know. I don't know you, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, uh. <laughs> I trust myself. I don't trust you. Yeah, yeah. like, mm, I don't know, but yeah, like we sat down and he was really, he was really cool. Like I felt comfortable. We sat down, and um. He started, he kind of already knew what kind of beat to make. He just started going in. I was like, damn, this nigga's good. Like, <laughs> he going in. And so I remember going to the bathroom. I had a pep talk to myself. I was like, bro, because I was really nervous. I was like, no, nah, you got this. Like, you came, you here, you came all the way. Like, nigga, you that nigga. Like, fuck that. You don't turn up. Like, you yeah. got it. Like, don't worry. Like, you came all this way. He reached out to you for a reason. Like, come on, let's get it. And I think that might have almost been one of the fastest songs that I recorded. It took me like an hour and a half, I think. And it was not like, kind of almost like freestyling, like in there. And um, yeah, I mean, he was really cool. Like, he was like, dang, like after we finished, he was like, but this is really hard. Like you just proved that you're not a one-hit wonder. And the reason why we call it Luigi is because his good friend, I always say his name wrong. Serious? I always say it wrong. Wait, what? Serious yeah, it's something like that. I'm sorry if I said it wrong. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. Um, but I, he came in and he looked like he was just like Luigi, kind of. Like, he had the mustache, <laughs> he had the hat and everything. And I was like, damn, you look like somebody. And I, I pulled up a picture of Luigi and I was like, yup. And so uh, we, we called the song Luigi. That's how I went. That's hard. That's too hard. How would you describe the process like over time, like trusting Kenny and like how did y'all grow like this sound and to able to put out a project, you know what I mean? To put out not only one, but two. Two, so, um, yeah, I mean like, so after the first time we got together, he was just like, yeah, like, let's, let's make more. Like I wanna make, um, like I wanna make a project, like a whole tape with you, like what you think? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So anytime I came to LA, I hit him up and we just get together. And I'm a, I don't know, I just felt really like comfortable, right? Like felt like we were really good friends, even though we just met. And uh, yeah, I mean, he would just like the, like when we made Shaka Khan, it was like, um, I think that was the second song we made. 
and he just was like, what you, what you been on? And I'm just kind of feel comfortable just telling him like, like what I've been on and what I'm trying to do. And he was really good at receiving that information. And that's how it is every time. So every time I come to LA, it's just random. I hit him up, I come to his house, we make songs. That's fire, that's yeah. fire. That's real, man. Now the fans can finally hear the Shaka Khan record that's been teased, snippet, all that. Like, we've been waiting on it. So everybody finally going to get that. So how yes. does that feel to finally put that out? It feels really fucking good because yeah. people are like, why are you trying to gatekeep this? Like, <laughs> you just trying to make the cloud go up. Like, I'm really not, y'all. I yeah. want this up, like, too. It's not me. It's not me. And so I feel really, I'm so excited for everybody to get song because I, it just feels like one of them ones, like, like how Lotto was. And so maybe everybody will stop asking me to fucking perform Lotto and to perform Shaka Khan. Now, I feel like Lotto's gonna be something I perform the rest of my life, but yeah. Shaka Khan definitely feels like the Lotto 2.0. That's something that's very universal. I think all age groups are gonna like it. And it just has this aesthetic that like Lotto had an aesthetic. That's what's going like, that on. Old that's school what's aesthetic. going on. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the features you got on I Can't Wait, right? Uno the Activist. Yeah. And Tony Snow. Yeah. Why make those two solely features? Um, I mean, on the other songs, I didn't really like hear anybody else on them, but I did. I did want. Uh, I wanted Zach Fox on Paris Hilton because. Oh, that would have been hard. Yeah, we talked about him, and he was like, "Yeah, this is just so hard. Like, I want to get on it, but I know he was also working on a few things. He had a TV show, and you know how it be. Like yeah. artists, they be doing the things. So hopefully, with a remix, you know, maybe. But um, some features just didn't come through, you know. Um, but Tony. You know, I, I was cool. I'm cool with him. And I think I played a snippet on it on live. And uh, a lot of my supporters were saying, like, nah, Tony would go crazy on this. Tony, I was like, y'all think so for real? Yeah. So I sent it. He was like, hell yeah, this shit hard. <laughs> and, like, the next day he sent me the song back. And it's like, yeah, he went insane. Yeah, shout out that nigga Tony, man. Yeah. And Uno, like, he, he did in me a while ago and was like, yeah, like, you are like I want to let's let's work, and we we always said that let's work let's work, and then um, uh, we both were performing at this at this same show in Charlotte, and uh, originally I had him on another song, but we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, I had this other song, Be Me, which which what he's on. It's the first song on the um, album, and I was listening to it and I was like, dang, this sound like something he would get on. And I remember I played it for him. He was like, but this is really hard. Like I really I really fuck with this. And so the last time I went out to LA, he was like, pull up, and I was like, all right. But then he was like, yeah, I'm about to do your song right now. And I was like, oh shit, all right. I thought you just told me to pull up and just hang out. I don't know. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. So I watched him do it. and It was great. Like I love his verse. And so. Um, I also didn't want too many features because I don't want people to know I can hold my own. Like, I don't really need features to go up. Like, I want people to be, I want to have my own identity. I want people to, like, really fuck with just Tia Corinne. And if I have a feature, that's cool. But I want people to be able to listen to my song from the beginning to the end. It just fully me. So I just wanted to prove, like, how hard I am. That's real <laughs> shit. That's real. That's real. How important is motherhood to you? Oh my God, so important. Because like, you know, oftentimes like prior eras or different eras of generations, we used to see that you can't be a female rapper or entertainer and have a child. You can't mm -hmm. do this. Now we're in a different 
renaissance. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, it's a lot of mothers out here holding oh, it down. We performing pregnant You know now. what I'm you know, saying? Yeah. That shit is the best shit to see. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So how does it make you feel to know that you can be a mother and be a creative and an artist? At the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, important. I've always felt like that even when I was in school and I was working my job and I had Zoe and I was still doing my music junk. People were telling me, like, you can't do all three. Like, you got to choose. I'm like, why well, I can't? Who's making these rules? Art comes with no rules. There's no rules. You pushing boundaries and limits. That's what we're supposed to do. So that was always my goal to prove to people that you can be a mom, you can be a student, you can have a regular job, you can whatever, and still pursue your dreams. So I really love that it's it's a whole universal thing now, and it's not just, I want to say it, it was never just me, but you know what I mean? Like I have other females that I can compare to yeah. and that are riding for the same thing. So I think it's beautiful that we can do that, you know? Like bringing my kid on stage, right. like let her see me perform and showing her things. I think that's really, that's really, that's really cool. That's dope. Yeah. How does Zoe feel about your music? Oh my gosh, she loves it. That's why she only want to listen to my music. If it ain't the troll <laughs> soundtrack or something like that, <laughs> she always be like, uh, when I come out of, from out of town, she's like, what, what you make new? Like, can you play your music? Like, she be on my head. She be like, I said play your music. <laughs> and she, she'll sing certain parts of the song and be like, what's that song? And she'll try to sing it and I'll be like, oh, you talking about this song. So she loves my music. Yeah. Like, she always tells me, um, if it's a song that she really likes at the end, she'll be like, I'm so proud of you. Like we've had times where we cried about stuff like that. Um, so yeah, she, she's, she's a writer. She's, she fine. supports her mommy. How does that make you feel to know that your child is not only your child, but a fan of yours? Yeah, it's a, it's a crazy feeling. I don't even know if I have even words to express that. It's like, it's, it's crazy. It's weird. It's like, wow, like yeah. my kid, like this, this person is part of me and she really, she really thinks I'm amazing, like I'm the best. Like that's crazy. Like it's a, it's an overwhelming like, but it's really cool. For real, I don't think, I don't think nothing could compare to that. No, when she tell me she's proud of me versus like someone else. You her yeah. superhero. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, I feel like it because I be thinking like, how did I do all of this? Like, <laughs> how was I doing that? I don't even know. It's kind of crazy. So besides music, what's some of the other things you will say you want out of your career? Um, like I said, I really want to get into like acting. I really want to get into voiceovers. Like I really want to have my own anime show. Um, so just to be more than an artist. Yeah, really, I really want to be able to expand my legacy, not just in music. Yeah. So. I like how yeah. you incorporate each factor of you into your music though. Like your love for anime, you like often show that. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So, what, so let's talk about your love for anime for one. Oh my gosh, love it. <laughs> love it. So I, I've loved anime since it was on Toonami. And, yeah. you know, I wasn't even supposed to be watching that. But, <laughs> you know, it started off at Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and Inuyasha and Sailor Moon and uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! or whatever. But, uh, yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it that I really like. I don't know if it's... They just be so passionate. Like, I love the intros to the uh, anime. I don't know if you ever... Do you watch anime? Sometimes. I'll be catching sometimes. Yeah, I've seen sometimes. Seven Deadly Sins. Okay, yeah. Note, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, yeah. So the intros, like, they, they're just so passionate. And I, I really, like, fuck with, like, what they stand for in the animes. Like, they really be... They really be trying to be, like, good people. And it's like, they really be standing on some shit. And it's like, damn, like... You don't let this nigga kill you for that? That's crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they really don't be playing about that shit. Like, I really like that. Like, I think really people should be like that. Um, I love how it's dramatic, and that's me. Like, I'm animated, I'm dramatic, I'm, I'm passionate, and when I'm standing on something, I'm gonna stand on it until I die. Thanks. So, 
So, yeah. Anime is just dope. Like, the outfits, the hair. Like, I get a lot of my inspiration from, from that. Like, That's hard. The food on there be crazy. Bro, the like, food be looking mad what? good. That be bus. crazy to me. It be looking bust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think just anime is just, uh, it's just cool, man. I don't know. I mean, if you don't like anime, then you're just lame. I don't know. <laughs> For real, because like, how could you not like anime? It's, so, it's, it's good. It's funny. It's, it's powerful. It's passionate. You know, the stories mean something. Um, and they also relate to real life situations and just what's going on, like government stuff. It may be a little dramatized, but it makes sense. It's like, dang, like, they putting it this way, but that's literally what's going on in real life, so. That's real shit. Yeah. What would you think the storyline of your anime series would be? Man, I gotta say that shit on camera. Just like <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's. That's, that's what I want to get into, though. I definitely want to take time to get into that because I need my own anime show, for sure. Yeah, I think that I got a crazy dope. story. Like, I I'll probably put my dope. real story in there and just, just add a little bit of steroids to it. That's kind of dope. So what else you got gearing up for the rest of the year? I know we finna close out 2022, so what's some of the things you got set up for yourself before we close out this year? I mean, of course, we got Rolling Loud September 25th. Um, I'm see you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, we got Shaka Khan video dropping tomorrow. Okay. So, you know, got that. And then I planned uh, to have the video shoot with Tony for Boogie to be coming soon. Uh, I definitely want to try to do a tour or just have more performances lined up for the album. So that's really a big focus for the end of this year or beginning of next year. So really just, just pushing this album for real is whatever comes. Like opportunities come every day. You know, you just get a random email or a call. It's like, we need you to do this, but you want to do this. So kind of just my focus is to just make sure I expand this album as much as I can. Okay, man. We going to see. We going to see. We going to see. you. Any last words and shout outs? Shout out to Trefo. Love y'all. Everybody from Winston, all my friends. Shout out to Zoe. Shout out to my mom, my dad, you know. Shout out to SCMG. That's it. Yeah. Shout out to the world. I, anybody that fuck with me, like, shout out to y'all. I really appreciate all of my supporters playing my stuff and, and waiting for me. I know it's been a long journey, but we here now. So, thank you. For sure. Tia, we appreciate having you on the porch with us today, man. <laughs> nah, thank you for having me, for real. Bet. Girl, just like candy paint. Make the boys toast, girl, curl like candy cane.